Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Ecotech. On today's episode of Ecotech, we're going to talk about augmented reality. I'm really excited to talk about augmented reality, mainly because it's one of those things that kind of like snuck itself into the fabric of our society, although it hasn't actually started to become popular until recent years. And most people don't actually know they're using it. They just enjoy the new features. But this is one of those situations that I've talked about on the channel where a lot of these new inventions, they come out and people don't necessarily know where they come from or how the technology was even developed. But before we get into the many uses of AR and like how it all came about, first we're going to try to understand a little bit about what it actually is. If you've been following along or you have listened to multiple episodes, then you know that at the very beginning we like to build a foundation so that you can more easily follow along with what's actually being talked about. Now I want to make a very clear distinction. VR is very different from AR. VR is virtual reality and virtual reality is more of an immersive experience, whereas AR is more of an overlay of information on top of reality, the real world that you see around you. So while AR can also be a very immersive experience, in many cases, you'll notice that AR takes advantage of the fact that it's just an overlay of information. So there will also be elements of the real world still very visible. Whereas with VR, which is virtual reality, It's a completely simulated environment. So there are no aspects of the real world actually present when it comes to VR. And so I think that that's a very important distinction to make and definitely something worth noting simply because with the abbreviations VR and AR, sometimes people might think that they're actually quite the same thing or very similar when in reality, those two things are very different. So when you think VR, you think completely simulated environment. And when you think AR, you think of an overlay of information. All right, so what is augmented reality actually? So how we're going to approach defining augmented reality is we're really going to break it down. Augmented reality has two very distinct words augment and reality. The word augment means to make something greater by adding to it, and reality means the world or the state of things as they actually exist as opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. And the definition of augmented reality is a technology that superimposes a computer-generated image on a user's view of the real world, thus providing a composite view. When I went back to the root words, augment and reality, and combined them together, I came up with the definition to make the world or the state of things as they actually exist greater by adding to it. Now, it's very important to understand that here, the word greater doesn't necessarily mean better. So in this context, greater is actually meant to mean an increase. It's just enhancing or increasing, for instance. So to make the world or the state of things as they actually exist greater by adding to it or increased or enhanced by adding to it. And essentially, that is what augmented reality actually is. It's taking your world's view and it's overlaying something to kind of like increase or enhance what you're seeing. So now that we have a basic understanding of what augmented reality is, what is augmented reality used for? 
In order to better understand what the applications of augmented reality are, first let's explore a few different types of AR. So first let's start off with marker-based AR, aka image recognition AR. This type of AR requires a marker to activate an augmentation. The marker can be in the form of either a picture or a QR code, and this allows for linking digital content to something physical. Let's say that you have a family Christmas card that you guys mail off every year. Using marker-based AR, basically you could record a video of maybe everyone opening their Christmas presents or saying like Merry Christmas, and then you can use this actual video and you can lay it digitally over top of the actual card. Now, marker-based AR is not perfect. And one could even say that the cons kind of outweigh the pros, which would explain the lack of popularity. But this still doesn't really change the fact that the way that it's designed is pretty neat. Now let's move on to markerless based AR. Unlike marker based AR, markerless AR does not require a picture or a QR code in order to display content. This type of AR has a few noteworthy advantages. The main one being not needing a marker in order to display content. It does this through a process called SLAM. Basically, SLAM allows for the content to be displayed the way it's meant for you to see it. This type of AR is very popular. By utilizing the simultaneous localization and mapping technology, or SLAM for short, while scanning the environment around you, maps are created for the placement of the digital element. This process not only allows for the digital element to be locked in place, but it also allows for the viewing of the digital object or element from every angle. And this combination of features really helps to create a more immersive experience. And this is all while having much of the real world still visible. One popular example of this is Pokemon Go, which is a very popular augmented reality video game. And another really cool example of markerless AR, the augmented reality that doesn't require a marker, is when you're utilizing these apps that are online where you get to place the furniture and actually see it before you buy it. And you get to see like what it looks like, or there are even places where you can try on clothes digitally and see what it might look like on you. And this falls into retail. So these are a lot of different ways that they're actually utilizing AR in order to help people to shop. It's always really nice to be able to see what that desk or what that dresser set or that bed might look like in the space that you're going to put it in before you actually get it. And of course, I mean, it's enough said with clothes because obviously it's an amazing thing if you get to try on or at least see what it might look like on you before you actually buy it. There's nothing worse than buying some clothes just to get them and then realize like, Eh, don't really like this. <laughs> so yeah, that's just another cool example of how markerless AR is being deployed. So this type of AR is very popular. But while markerless-based AR, augmented reality, is popular, it too has its drawbacks. For example, its high cost, no doubt due to its popularity, and also for better performance, it needs or works better on surfaces that have texture and or lines of some sort. So let's move on to projection-based AR. Projection-based AR is also pretty neat. It uses synthetic light projected on a surface to detect the interactions 
of the user. One of the best examples I've seen is a projected keyboard that was actually functional. So this type of AR is a projection that you interact with. And I mean, my first time actually seeing this, it was inside of some restaurant that was basically just deploying new technology that had come out. Now, the keyboard wasn't all that responsive, but at the same time, it was functional. It did lack something as far as, it wasn't like typing on a normal keyboard, but I still thought it was pretty cool that I could basically type on what was a projection of a keyboard and actually input this into an actual computer. So, I mean, actually seeing it and working with it and uh, dealing with it in person is actually pretty cool. So basically, projection augmented reality utilizes machine vision technology in order to display and pick up user interactions. One upside to this type of AR is that it doesn't necessarily need or use an AR device in the form of eyewear. But the biggest pro for using projection AR is that the experience as in what you're viewing and or interacting with can be experienced not only by you, but by many individuals. So it's more of a shared experience type of AR. One noteworthy disadvantage of mobile projection AR is low light intensity due to battery limitations. And while this is sure to change in the future as advances are made in battery and energy development, because of the high amount of power that's needed, this isn't necessarily the most portable type of augmented reality. And in many ways, this limits its ability to be large scale. And so those were a few examples of popular types of augmented reality that people use in sectors like education, gaming, retail, and even in some parts of the U.S. Department of Defense. So what is the future of augmented reality? Currently, in order to use or experience mainstream AR, you do need an AR-capable device. And while there are many devices in the works, such as headsets, eyeglasses, and wristwear, the most common and affordable AR device is the modern smartphone. Imagine a world where you don't have to travel through platform nine and three quarters in order to see interactive newspapers, where digital is truly combined with physical. A world where there is an overlay of digital information in your eyesight that you can interact with just by thought or gesture. Well, that's the future of AR. Overall, there are many different types of AR that are already integrated into our daily lives, such as Instagram and Snapchat filters. We use augmented reality in gaming, education, and even our military. And while there are many pros and cons to each type of augmented reality, the prospect of all of them coming together to give us a more informative and interactive experience is truly something to look forward to. All right, guys, so that has been another episode of Ecotech. I really hope you were able to walk away with a little bit more knowledge about what augmented reality is. While this didn't necessarily cover everything, I was really just hoping to give you a basic understanding of what AR is. And so thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next one.